Hi everyone, welcome to another Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and I am so honored, excited that I get to connect with you this way. It's been really fun trying different things and bringing messages to you that I feel like God really places on my heart. It's a really crazy, fun, busy time of year. This is this is tax season. This is like what, what tax season is to an accountant this season is to someone that's passionate about helping people improve their lives, especially when it comes to our well-being, our health, and our fitness. And in order to save some time for me, I'm doing another double dip with you and giving you a Facebook Live teaching that was just done. I'm talking about setting healthy and whole goals. Why goals don't last and what we can do about that when they when they seem to go off course what to do and this really is the approach of the kingdom of goal setting that would be in line with the heart of god so it's going to go beyond your usual i'm going to ask you to go deeper surprise surprise right like if you're hanging out with me long enough you know we don't do surface for too long around here before we got to go deeper so I encourage you to get a pen, a paper, and, and, and activate some of these principles that I'm gonna give you today, as well as I share my own goal with you for 2017. So uh, you can keep me accountable, because I really feel passionate about this is what the Lord is asking very simply of me for 2017, and applying this wholehearted goal approach really should help center me for the year. That's the hope. And here's the great news, when it's a wholehearted goal in the Lord, plenty of room to make a mess, to change directions. God is not displeased with us. He is pleased. He says, this is my son and my daughter with whom I'm well pleased. So we're going to ride that out this year. Also a reminder that we have about 48 hours till our 30 days, the little way faith, then food and fitness challenge closes for any donation amount. You, any donation amount, do your best. We're blessed by your best. You get into this challenge for 30 days. We're going to get deliberate. We'll use the Revving the Words. We're going to use RevWell TV. You get 30 days of devotionals coming to your inbox, training of your heart and your soul and your mind, and yes, your body. We'll talk, a, you'll get menu plans, food planning. We're going to take care of the food for you because really food is pretty simple. I think we, we can make it all a very you know complex thing, but we're going to keep it simple. That is the little way. And we're going to talk bigger and beyond just what we consume in food, all kinds of consuming is gonna get addressed as well. And I, I promise you, you're gonna leave different after 30 days. Plus it's just fun to get focused and get in community and create some momentum together as we approach into this new year. So enjoy today's podcast. Oh, by the way, you can sign up for that by going to the revelationwellness.org, hitting the events page, you'll see 30 days the little way, and you just hit it there, sign up. Don't procrastinate. Maybe procrastinate. Stop procrastinating is your, is your word from God. If so, turn me off now. Go press play or go to the website, sign up and come back and press play here. All right, friends, I'm so grateful that I get to do this with you. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope this message blesses you as you bless me. Peace. So let me ask you, here we go. We're going to move into talking about healthy and whole goals, setting healthy and whole goals, why they don't, why they fail. And I feel this is a fresh word. I'm really excited about it. And I actually did it with my own goal. So I'm going to show you, I'm going to get real honest with you about my own goal that I know God's calling me to or some goals, but I'm going to keep it simple. And what we do when we 
have a setback because setbacks are real, right? The setbacks are going to happen. To think you're going to not have a setback is just complete buffoonery. You're going to, and I want to equip you for how to move forward, how to think about moving forward. And when you surround yourself with other grace-minded people, you're going to be in good company. They're going to be people that say, hey, you had a bad day. The spirit says, good morning. What can we do today to get back on track? But we'll talk about that in specifics towards the end of this teaching. All right. Thanks for sharing and uh, letting people know this is a new way of, of how we're going to do this. Now, I want to see in, I would love some vulnerability and on honesty. What is, give me one goal. Do you have one? 80% of people have make New Year's goals resolutions. They have some thought in mind of doing something different. The reset of the year, just kind of go, okay, I can do things differently this year. I think that's so merciful of God and healthy to have a season where we can go reset, clear the, clear the accounts, reset, it's so good. But what is one, what is one? What's one that you have that is one goal? 80% of you are making it. 20% of you have said, Love that, Jess. Seek God. 20% of the population goes, forget it. I'm not even going to set a goal. Mm, I think that's kind of a, that's the easy way out. That's kind of the, it's a cynical way out. It's kind of like, I'm not even going to set the goals because I never even work. So 20% have opted out. So good for you for being the 80%. And I'd love to see what you have. So Meredith says to move more physically and spiritually. Oh, good, Meredith. I hope you're in the little way challenge. My goal is to complete something. I love that. Uh, get in the word and move more. Wow, Trish, you guys are in the right community. Be intentional with what I eat and how I use my time. Terry, yes. Rachel says to be okay with abiding in him and be still. Jessica, hi, Jess Vaughn. She says more involvement and learning with sex trafficking. Come on, girl. I'm, I might have to take a note and write that down. At the end of the year, I'm going to come to you. That's good community to say, hey, how'd that go? <laughs> I'm gonna hold you accountable to that. These are really good, Facebook Live. Good, more quiet time. Amen, Heather. But we're gonna get to that for sure in the little way. Uh, physical, good. Oh my gosh, to be obedient when it is scary. Amen, Stephanie. Amen. You are going to be afraid. You can feel afraid. I'm gonna talk about feelings. Oh my gosh, we're gonna talk about feelings today. Good stuff. I could just sit here and read your goals. You know why? Let me just tell you. I have enough faith for everyone on the planet. I have more faith for you probably than I do for me. Does anyone else feel that way? Like you need some faith? Just borrow some of mine. I got plenty. And I actually probably have more for you than I can remember for me most days. So I get excited when I see other people's goals. Plus that's just my design as a trainer. I'm like, all right, let's nail this sucker down. Now, as a trainer, a fitness professional for 25 years, I also know what it's like to try and squeeze and control those goals and the, uh, extreme, the extremes we'll go to to make something happen and then the burnout that comes. For the last few Facebooks, I've been talking about um, fatigue, adrenal fatigue, the reason why people stop doing whatever it is, they go too hard too soon on a new fitness plan. All of that, I know what that's like. So not interested in that, but there is a way that is sound and wholehearted approach to how you go about the change. All right, so first of all, you have to, and take notes, 
seriously, do you have your notebook yet? Do you guys, anyone, if you're in the little way challenge, you can put TLW with a little heart or whatever else, but your journals are necessary. I'm a big fan of journaling. I don't journal all the time, but when it matters, you watch out. I do have a lot of journals. They just add up over time. Some people journal every day. They can't even breathe unless they journal. I'm, when I know it's time to sit down and get serious, I go pen to paper. <clears throat> good paper. I love good paper. And I start writing these things down. So write this down. First thing on a healthy and whole goal, you have to prioritize. So you can go ahead and whiteboard out, like what are some hopes that you'd have? You could write everything down, like just, it's just blah, just vomit it all out. What would be uh, the goals that you'd like to change or improve upon? And then you can write them all out. Then I would say from that, friends, could we, we'll find that one goal will often push many goals. I think that's actually a Shailene Johnson wrote a book about push and like if you do one goal you can often knock down a few goals. So look at all those goals and then what are the what's the one that you that's the one. Like that one just feels like it's the fox that keeps getting away. And if I could just push that one, if I could just push into seek consistently in this season cuz it could change, but you know it's the one thing. Our God is one. Hear this, O Israel, God is one. So simplify with the one thing. Um, there's an article that came out in Relevant Magazine, and I think this is the one. I've, done, I've, I've been fortunate to be a participant in some articles that came out in the new year, and someone asked me, what would you, or maybe it was a podcast, what would you recommend to people that want to do, you know, get healthy in the new year? And I always say, when it comes to health, choose the one thing. Like, one thing, and don't even you choose it, ask the Lord, Lord, what's the one thing I could do today? What's the one thing inside this bucket of my health? Because I know that that's what you're calling my attention to. What's the one thing I could do today or this week or until you tell me otherwise, until I get frustrated again, but I'd really like to keep our conversation alive, God, what's the one thing? And he'll tell you. So I would say among all those goals, find that one thing. Now, I'll be specific to fitness because I saw some of you, it really is like, you're like, I want to eat better and move better, which honestly, I kind of have the corner market on goals. All fitness professionals, you kind of have the corner market on goals. You know why? Because if we don't take care of ourselves, if we don't feel well, we're no good for anybody. If we don't have our health, we have no other goals matter. Amen? Word. Amen. You know that's true. So that's kind of like you have to start there. If that one is not feeling well, then start, that's a good place to start because God could care less about you making six figures this year or who you're going to um, partner up with or your network or your numbers or your expansion or your decrease in size. Well, he, he's not about that. He really is about wellness. He is about your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength being in one well accord that it works well together. Not perfect. Don't get perfection confused with well. That's why we say you have the right, get healthy and be whole. Get healthy is messy. Some days you feel all over the place, but you're always, always invited. And not only invited, you have the right to be whole. That even if it feels scattered, nope, in God, in Christ, you are whole. Even when everything's falling apart. So that is like that one thing was the one thing I do to be well and be whole. So you start with, we're going to talk about fitness today because that tends to be a cornerstone. 
but you can apply the goal because I'm actually going to share my goal with you, which isn't about fitness because I feel I'm, I'm pretty okay there. Like, you know, I've, I've, I have a habit. Your habits make up your life. If you had the habit of something, you probably, that's how you get towards a goal is you repeat. You, everyone see those shirts, sleep, is it train, eat, sleep, repeat, train, you know, you just, that's a habit. I, I do over and over and over and my habits make my life. <clears throat> but you have to start a new habit. So whatever that is, for me, like I said, not necessarily fitness, because I've got, that's pretty much habit. I also know to keep it a habit, to have no habits inside my fitness. I don't have to do HIIT training three days a week. I don't have to eat, the, I don't have to myself. I don't should on myself. No shoulding allowed. Do you like that? No shoulding allowed. I, I keep myself from having habits. I just do it as, you know, I, I feel better. I get the blood moving. It keeps my body strong and well for the days ahead and for today and for the service of my body to use as an instrument. It's an instrument. It carries out the obedience. Okay. So whatever that one thing is for me, it's not, but I, I focus on that one goal that kind of rises. So keep it simple. First, you got to prioritize. All right. So I'd love, even in that, I love you guys shared one goal. I would say that's probably good. Let's focus on that. If you're, if your goal comes up and you want to share it, go ahead and put it into the feed. I love coming, I come back and read through all of these. I really do, as much as I can. All right, so first thing first, a healthy and whole goal is a one goal. It's, let's just start there. Second thing we need to go, why, why don't they, why don't they work? <laughs> Even if I have one goal, like, why doesn't it work? So honestly, I, this is so exciting to me because I love it when it's a fresh word. God spoke to me last night as I was reading and studying the word. I'm going to read from you from Mark 12, 28, actually verse 29. And Jesus said, he answered, the most important commandment is hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and all your strength. Now he's quoting the Old Testament, Deuteronomy. You'll love the Lord God with all your heart. Okay, so that is what they're asking. Hey, what's the one thing? And I love that the, these religious people, the scribes, the people that know all the books and they know everything. They're saying, okay, could you just simplify this for us? And they're actually kind of trying to trap him, which I let, there is no trapping God. Like you can even come with a bad intention of a question and he'll, he'll answer you. Because he won't, he is good, he is love, he is smart, he is wisdom. He doesn't need to manipulate or, you know, try and force his will upon you. He just says, mm, let me, I'll give you the kind of truth that will, it's a little bit of a smackdown, like, huh, wow. And he says, this is the one thing. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, so mind you. So in other words, that's the, that's the one thing that life is really about, is loving God. That's why I ascribe to the fact you can do all your personal development, all your marketing, all your whatever you want to do, your six-figure growth, your bigger reach, your, you know, growing your organization, whatever you do. But if at the, the foundation of it, if it doesn't have the motive of loving God, not to say it won't succeed because plenty of things do, but will it be satisfying? Amen. Come on. Will it be satisfying? I want you to be satisfied. There is no price you can put on peace. 
None. And when we love God and that we get shalom, we get because we were made to love God. So when we do what we are made to do, we will have peace. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That is the goal of your life. Now, so if that's the goal, and even uh, Paul would say in Philippians 3, I press on towards the goal, right? I'm pursuing this kingdom life. I press on towards the goal of what Christ took hold of me for. I'm going to press on towards that, my full life. The thing that God started in me, I'm going to keep pressing on towards that goal. That's a goal. The, the scripture is all about the goal. This is moving somewhere. God initiated a story and he's, go, he's moving all things towards that end goal. He's not aimless. He's not trying to figure it out as he goes. It's going somewhere. And we can get in accordance, in harmony and unity with that goal. But he has, he's hitting on these four quadrants to think about, to be thoughtful of as you create a framework, a foundation for each goal. So here's where it gets practical. The reason why goals fail is people don't set wholehearted goals. They don't set whole goals. They just set a goal. They don't think wholeheartedly. They don't count the cost wholeheartedly of what that goal will take and how they honestly feel about that goal and what they think about that goal. So um, I love this. I'm just going to do a little shout out. I've actually been, anyone have this? This is um, the Larry Casey, the power sheets, make it happen. This is a great Again, the Lord's doing something new in me because I'm not usually one to, to do, um, I like to journal, but it's just my free writing. But to be like kind of deliberate and thoughtful, let, some, let me kind of get after some things in my brain. I haven't done that. And I started doing it with her power sheets. I actually did it a few years ago and then I kind of forgot. But this year, I feel such the call to get deliberate more. You know why? Because this growth thing is happening so much, which is going to happen because if you abide in him, growth is just going to happen. So I'm in this stage of, wow, everything's just kind of happening. And if I don't get real focused, I'm going to either, I'm going to get buried in it and um, I, I won't know how to, to hold on to me. And I don't want to lose my, me, my voice, my call, my family. So I got to get more and more laser focused. So I've been having with fun with her sheets. But there was one thing, and there's a lot of questions that, that she asked, and it's great. But I felt like, huh, Lord, you're already doing this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. That's a wholehearted goal. My wholehearted goal in the kingdom is to love God with my heart, my feelings, what I feel, all my feelings. Feelings are not facts. They're just feelings. But all those feelings, no matter what, however they come, I'm supposed to turn them to point in the direction of the kingdom. My feelings are to align with God. My mind, my thoughts, what I think about, what I think is supposed to align with loving God. Come on now, I'm preaching. So there's a, a mind that I got to get those part, that part aligned. Then I have my soul. Your soul is your desires. It's your cravings. It's, and there are good desires and bad desires. My soul desires to be loved. My soul desires to have value. My soul desire, my soul wants to have success. My, and these are all fingerprints of God. Some desires are not so, they get skewed like, I desire to have a six income year. Okay, let's back that up, <laughs> right? Because our desires can go, whoo, our hearts can go off into these crazy places. But if we back it up, back it up, what, 
but really is it about the six figures? Why does, why does it have to be six figures? And what does that represent? I can come back and I'll actually get closer to the heart of my soul, which is like, I want to be comfortable. I don't, I'm afraid to be poor. I'm afraid to not have control. I'm afraid, like you can get to the soul desire. So some desires are great and some desires are not great. Our desires, our soul can cause conflict with others. My soul is meant to connect with the soul of my husband. That's why we call them soul ties, right? That's why intimacy with my husband creates soul ties. I'm tied my soul to his soul. But sometimes our souls <laughs> clash. And James says that. Do you not know what causes the quarrels among you? It's the quarrels within you. It's the storm in my soul, the storm where I have a desire, but I'm not seeing it executed. So then I'm not thinking in accordance with God. I'm not feeling in accordance with God. And I start to fracture and fall apart. So I have to take into account my cravings and my desires. Those are amazing. Don't deny them. That's a lot of thing a fitness world will do. We'll just suppress your cravings and suppress your desire. Gosh, you guys, remember the time, I'm showing my age. Remember the time of like, um, diet uh, diet pills and suppressants i mean i'm sure they're still out there but there was a big push in like the 90s and the 80s for the diet pills and to suppress the appetite it's a little more hidden now we don't see them it probably shows up in different kinds of supplements but uh, it's still like that's <laughs> it's not the desire desires are great we're not meant to suppress them we're meant to kind of sober up to them feel them then get them in accordance with a soul that pursues the desires of god and then the body, the heart, what I think or what I feel, what I think, what I desire, and what I do. The body is the ultimate expression of whatever is going on in my soul. Today, I desired to bring you this message in hopes it would encourage you and also hope that you would do a little bit of homework, <laughs> that you would go not aimlessly into 2017 that you too would have one goal that you go i'm going to chip away at this and that was my desire and it was in accordance with the heart of god and the thoughts of god so my my everything's kind of aligned in this what i have to be careful of is sometimes if i feel like i have to do something then i'm shooting on myself and that's when i know oh i'm not supposed to do that so i'm going to say no desires are good things but they can go off in the wrong way but my body executed it so i came over used my fingers pressed into my phone i'm using my voice i'm conveying this obedience or this wholehearted message to you that's it i i had my goal was to do facebook live today with this message i made that goal happen because i executed it i just did it i just said flesh we're gonna do it some of you need to that's the flesh holds on to a lot of fear it's a receptacle to hold on to fear but it's also the most beautiful place of obedience. That's why doing it afraid is probably, I think the Lord just honors that so greatly. I remember when my son got on his first roller coaster, he really wanted to go, but he was so afraid. And I was never so excited to watch him do it, even though he was so afraid. And then to watch the freedom, the fun, the joy, the release when he did it and came back and he was still alive. <laughs> and he was like, okay, okay, I think I get it. That's worth it, right? That is exciting. All right, so exemplify. Here we are. I'm going to exemplify to you. So I took this one goal <clears throat> and I broke it down into these four quadrants for me. 
Because that way, any day when, I, when the enemy tries to take me off track and derail me into a different direction of my goal, I can remember, oh, I've already thought this through. I've already thought, and I already came up with a, with a, not an escape plan, but a recalculate plan. It's kind of like when you take a wrong turn on a GPS, recalculate, recalculate. I have a recalculate plan. I can get back on track because I've thought this through. So my goal, one of my big goals for 2017, like it's, it's one that it's been inching up on me, but it's bigger and bigger. Um, it is to write consistently not I tend to binge write a little bit mostly because I don't schedule good time for writing I love to communicate with you guys it's probably what I've heard the Lord say is Elisa you are such a writer because if you that's why if someone asks me a question often it's the questions that spur up my um, my excitement and my my inspiration and I can I can write a, a mean text I've got some thumbs that can move like a mean good Holy Spirit like boom text so I write a lot all day long but my writing is all over the place <laughs> I rip right over on a Facebook page I write over here on a, a social media post I write over here for my publisher I write over here I felt like my writing is happening all over the place and um, the Lord was saying I'm gonna need you to focus your writing time needs to get folk not only you're writing what you're writing but the time that you write I want you to just bring it in and any other writing you do outside of that as long as your other priorities are being met then it's bonus does that you know what I'm saying so here's the truth though I don't like that <laughs> I feel something about sitting down and have to do something at a time that I often battle with not feeling like I'm a good writer, like you don't have anything to say. Oh, so I'm going to go through this. Okay, so here's what I did. So I need to write. What I did is I wrote down, and you can do this in a notebook. Here it is. I wrote my goal as writing. That's it. Like how I, my goal with writing and being deliberate about my time of writing. Um, so I went my feelings. So feelings. I'm doing the heart thing. The goal is to get my heart in line with the kingdom for writing. So I wrote at the top, feelings, and then I made a line down the middle. Here's my, my feelings about this goal. It goes both ways. I wrote my, one, I get excited. And then God, and then I go to God, what do you say? He's like, yeah, me too. Second, I get peace. Like that feels more organized for me. Like I don't feel so like sp spilled out all over the place. Like let me just pour out right here consistently and deliberately. So the thought, I get peace about that. And then I, I, on the other side, what does God say about that? He says, yep, me too. Second, third, I feel scared. <laughs> and then the Lord would say, well, that's fear is not from me. I feel like I have nothing to say when I'm forced to say something that I have nothing to say. And the Lord says, I'll give you the words. Come on. I wrote, I feel like I have, I feel like I don't do it well. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm fumbly bumbly. <laughs> and he says, well, that's fear of man, right? Because who measures well? I'm being obedient. He's my ultimate barometer of well. Not what someone says, oh, that's terrible writing or that's great writing. It doesn't matter what they say. I'm doing it out of obedience. So that's just fear of man. Ugh, gross. Uh, I don't feel like I have time. <laughs> I don't think I have time to sit down and devote that much, that set time. 
And he's like, um, yeah, because you have misplaced priorities. Uh. Yeah, that's true. I, I do, I wrote, I like the way I feel when the task is accomplished though. So I do like the way I feel once the task is accomplished. And he said, yeah, that's you running your race. Keep running. You can just keep doing, talk to God about your feelings. Be honest about what you feel. Good, bad. What do I feel? What do I feel? What come, what feeling? And at the very end, I just have this quote at the bottom of the page. It says, feelings are meant to be felt, not done. At least you're going to have all kinds of feelings about this goal, but it doesn't, you can have them. But in the end, I'm trying to move you to a do. I want a new do for you. I want to, I want you to trust me. Try something new with me for your wellness, for your well-being. So then the next thing, I went to mind. Okay, what do I think about this? What kind of thoughts come to my mind inside of this goal? Um, I think this is exactly what I need to be doing. And the Lord says, yep, I have longed for this. I, I, I know, I know I have a message to share. I have so much in me that I think I'm overwhelmed by it. So that's why I kind of piddle it out all day long instead of focusing it. <laughs> I have a message to share. And the Lord's like, yes, I wrote it on your heart and I want that message out. Mm. Um, I want to think like you think. So I, that's what I want. I want to have a mind like yours. And he would say, yes, I'm ready to teach you. I know I will change and grow. I know that as I do that new thing, I will change. I know that I will get, I'll just improve because it's focused. It's no different than going to the gym and focusing on that, that, that one, um, that squat, that deadlift, whatever, like you work up towards it and you're intentional about it. You don't do it one week here and then later a month here. Like you just repeat, 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 and it builds up. So I know that I will change and grow as I do it. And he says, yes, you will. I think I don't have anything to say. If you make me sit down, God, I think I won't have anything to say. It kind of goes back to, I feel like I have nothing to say. I'll be thinking I have nothing to say. And then the Lord says, that's a lie. You love to talk to people, Elisa. Let's get it on paper. That way it lasts longer. So I need to just capture it so it's not just kind of here, there, and everywhere. How am I doing? All right. And then at the bottom of that page, I wrote, as man thinks, so he becomes. So those were my thoughts behind that goal. Then the desires behind the goal, the soul, the desires, good or bad, whatever those desires are. I wrote, I want to fulfill my call on my life. That's the desire. I want to fulfill my call. That's a great desire. I want to surprise myself. So I wants are often in the desire statement. So you just write, I want, I want, I want. I want to surprise myself. I like that. I like in the end going, look what you just, look at that. Don't you love that? I love that. I don't like predictability. I like to surprise myself. I like to, I, I do that. The other night, there's so many things about this ministry, everything you see. The fact that I do podcasts, I surprised myself. I did not set out to do podcasts. I kind of fell into it and I kind of pushed buttons. I'm like, hey, that's a podcast. Hey, look. I remember saying to my husband, I am surprised. I continually surprise myself with the things that I, I just learn because I'm following It's this obedience like of, hey, I think this might be a, a good thing. And I just teach myself. So I, I've surprised myself over and over. Um, I want to go on the adventure with him. I want the adventure. I don't want predictability. I don't want stale. I want the adventure. Uh, I want to be a different woman than I was yesterday. 
I want to grow in truth and love. I want to spend time with you, God. Scary, I have to trust in you kind of time. I want that kind of time with you. That's a desire. And on the other side, God was just affirming or you, so always what you're doing with the voice of God is getting ready for when the setbacks come or you take the wrong turn because it doesn't matter what you think and feel. I mean, it helps to think and feel like you could worldly do this in terms of how do I feel? How do I think? What do I want? What am I going to do? But unless the, the line of who, what God is saying about that thought, that feeling, that desire and the action, it, um, it will wash away with the next storm. But when the storm comes and you get set back, then you have something to fall back on. And I'll talk about that's our what do we do when we have a bad day or we fail. Um, delight in me and I will fuel these desires, Elisa. Yeah, so these are good desires. Enjoy me. And that's true. If I don't enjoy him, um, if I don't enjoy, then I need to take a break. It will be, a, I know, as I get that discipline of what the action part is, that I will have joy in the fact like, hey, I did that. I did that. It's no different than people that show up to the gym. I need to show up to the gym of my keyboard. <laughs> All right. Finally, the soul. This is a wholehearted goal. The body. Now we get to the action. For a minute. Can I get an applause? Not applause. Like, good job, Lord. Like, he showed me. We all move right to what we can do often. Okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to change this thing? We get right to the action, the, the thing that I'll start doing to get towards the goal. So that's the outside in training. That's how the world trains. The world says, well, just start doing it and we'll figure out the feelings later. Just start doing it and we'll figure out the other stuff later. Where God would say, let's figure out the in stuff first. Let's, let's set that foundation. Let's, let's expose all the darkness. Let's expose all the ugly. That way I can build in the light and then we'll have fellowship with one another. And then you'll be, you'll be clear about what you're doing with your body. So the body, right? Heart, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, which is the physical exertion part. This is what can I do to express this goal, right? What can I do to express it? My body is the ultimate expression of my faith. Do I say what I say? Do I walk the walk? Do I, do I obediently conform my heart to look like Christ. Um, so PS, this is where it gets simple again. This is where the Lord, the Lord gets, let the Lord get really big in what he's thinking and what he's feeling and your desire. Go ahead, go on the journey with him. But when it comes to what you can do, one thing, let, keep it simple. Keep it to one thing, what you can do. And I wrote down, this is my one thing is to sit your butt down for an hour a day, even if you stare at the screen for one hour. I have started this as of about five days ago and it's scheduled into my phone. It's like that is the time that I sit down, everything else comes off, and I can work on some focused projects, not I used to binge. I used to do like four hour days on projects because I was behind on them. And then I would just next be like, I can't even look at that project. It just felt unhealthy. I felt like, ugh, where this is doable of one hour a day, knock back on your writing, whatever has to, whatever deadline you have, whatever thing you write. If you have nothing deadlined, it's all filled, then you're just gonna creatively write. You're gonna work on the next project, envision with me, 
get it down on paper because I feel like there's so much rumbling around in me. It's almost too uh, overwhelming. That's my one goal. Sit my butt down. (laughs) So here's another way to think about that. And maybe, and again, you can do this for anything. If it was fitness, if it was um, creativity, if it was doing that thing you want to do, cleaning your closet, organizing your house, spend whatever time a day, you just like, I'm going to do this. Now, when it happens that you have a setback, you have a day that it just didn't happen, because that's going to happen. I have a set time that I'm writing um, for one hour and there are things are going to come up. My kid's going to be sick. The school's going to call me. Something's going to happen. What will I do then? Well, I will realize I'm in the will of God because if I didn't allow the interruption and the setback, then I'm actually just building my own kingdom. My pride's getting big. I'm puffing up and burnout is really close anyways. So thank you for the interruption, God. Okay. I have to let my flesh die because I'll be upset that I didn't get what I wanted or I was in a good groove, whatever it is. But you come back to recalculating. Okay, how am I feeling today about this, God? All right, but what did you say? Because whatever God said about what you should feel, what you think, what your desires are, and what you are to do, it doesn't change, period. It doesn't change. It's still there. Now, here's the thing to remember on that as well. God is not standing there tapping his toe in disappointment of when are you going to come back and do this? He does want you to come back as soon as possible. Reroute, get back on the path as soon as you can. But get back with your feelings, your souls, your desires. Get those back in order before you just go back and start doing it. Recheck in. You know why? Because I'll say this. Maybe, maybe the goal moved. Maybe the target moved. So don't just assume because that's what you did. Just go back to doing it as soon as you can. Just reassess. Talk to him. Talk to him. Love him with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then he'll reassess and recalculate the goal for you. But I do know this. He's for your wellness. He wants you to feel well. (laughs) He doesn't want you to be tired and lethargic and for your body to ache. All those things that whatever you're up against that feels that feels. Uh, especially when it comes to our physical bodies, we definitely can be feel hopeless when we physically hurt. And he is not that. He allows for it so he can be a healer. I believe that. He is not the author of sickness and disease. He is the God who says, okay, I can fix that. I can fix that. And I can give you the peace for this moment in this day by my presence, by my power, not by, not by your might, not by your power, but by my strength, says the Lord. Keep his peace with you. Get back to the one thing. Unless that one thing, maybe it was your thing and not really his thing. <laughs> maybe it changed. And I just want to say this finally. It's okay to make a mess. It's all right if it gets messy and it just... I don't know what's inside of me unless I get spilled out, like spilled, knocked into and spilled over, or unless I'm poured out. And that's the whole point. I won't know unless I make a mess. And that's why in this community, you're welcomed to make a mess. Get, getting healthy is messy. 
but being whole is your inheritance and it's your birthright. And by the way, if you make a mess on somebody else, clean it up. <laughs> Go ask for forgiveness. Um, clean your side of the street. Do that's the gospel. That's the gospel. That's the hard stuff. Six pack abs, losing 10 pounds, uh, cleaning up your diet so you can brag about it. Careful with you, what you put your eyes on in the media. And finally, once again, I want to go further with this, with you in this, come into the Little Way Challenge. So those of you that are in the Little Way Challenge, perhaps walk through that exercise to get yourself ready because we got another, what, till Monday until we take off. So maybe take that one fitness goal, that one health goal, and break that down with a wholehearted goal of feeling, of thinking, of desiring, and action. All right. All right. Well, that's fun. I'm grateful that you're here, and I'm grateful that my internet came up to be uh, up to speed. Um, did you guys have any questions? I'll pray for us before we go. Haha, <laughs> that's good. I'm good at making messes too, Rachel. You're in good company. This is great. All right, let me pray, and then if you have any questions, I'll hang about, uh, hang around just the very end. So, Father, I thank you so much for oh, your simplicity, that your yoke is easy and light, and that the way is narrow, God, and that the fact that we get squeezed upon, Lord, we will not be offended by it, Lord. We will not be surprised that as you squeeze on us, Lord, you're actually wringing out the things that don't belong in us, Lord. You're loving the hell out of us, and you have permission to do that. So God, I pray this year people are more sober than they've ever been in their heart, in their soul, in their mind, in their strength. They are more connected and integrated to themselves, to you, and to others more than ever before. God, we need your Holy Spirit. We need your grace for this, Lord. We don't have it in us. We don't have it in us to connect ourselves back to ourselves, Lord. Only you can. So rewire our brains, God. Rewire, Lord. I pray for deliberate, intentional people to rise up, God that we don't have to be faster, more slick, God, in any way, that we go this little way. Prepare our hearts for the little way, Lord. Prepare our hearts for this um, faith like a child, God. Uh, we come to your playground, and we just want to play as children are, are free to play, explore, fall down, get up, Lord. Be met by you, be nurtured by you, be encouraged by you, Lord. And you love to see your kids grow up and mature and um, stand upright into the world and bring a message of hope, love, healing, and the kingdom would come through us, Lord. That's what you want. God, heal bodies in Jesus' name. Where there is aches and pains, where the enemy is bound up in the minds that people are their bodies or their pain or the pain that they've experienced in life, in Jesus' name, be free. Get up off your mat and walk. Walk towards feeling of sobriety of feeling. Walk towards sobriety of thinking. Walk towards healthy and whole desires and walking towards a body and expressive instrument of the kingdom here on earth lord heal bodies heal lord these autoimmune disorders is really hearing a lot of that lord lord lately and that you want to touch so where guts are aching where bodies ache where there is just an unknown pain lord or we don't know why god would you kiss your daughters and sons today and bring them back completely whole Lord but only that they would know how loved they are by you God that they truly would turn their whole life their affections towards you to serve this God who doesn't just talk talk Lord but you 
walk it and you come in signs and wonders and power. And we ask for more of it on heaven, on earth today and use us, Lord. So we love you. We thank you for this time in Jesus' name. Amen.